y'all. Thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, I'm joined again by Alana Springsteen to talk all about her brand new project, History of Breaking Up Part 2, which drops tonight. You guys should definitely go check that out once it drops. Really, really great project. We'll talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, Alana, how are you? Hey, Andrew, I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good. What have you been up to lately? Oh, all kinds of things. Um, right, I am doing all these different festivals, getting out on the road, which has been so much fun. Uh, just living the dream, man. I'm just thankful. <laughs> so <clears throat> how, how have you been adjusting to, to road life? I absolutely love it. Um, it's a lot. I mean, I definitely started really releasing music during COVID. And so it's been such a shift, but honestly, a welcome one. Like, I love getting to see how these songs are reacting live, getting to share these moments with fans, getting to hug them, meet them. Um, it's become one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. And uh, I just can't wait. To, I can't wait to keep getting back out. Um, I just played my first headlining show a couple of weeks ago in Grand Rapids. And it was just so cool to be surrounded by people who know my music inside and out and see them singing the words back. And uh, I just can't wait. I love it so much. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying to get to all these different cities and as many as I possibly can. And that's crazy because that's probably like the first time where you have like full knowledge that everyone there was there for you and not for, for some other reason. That's exactly right, and it's, like, such a special thing. I love opening. I love every experience that I've had there, but it's definitely, it hits a little bit different when they're all just there to see you. <laughs> so um, you've got your part two of History of Breaking Up coming out next month. Um, could you um, walk us through the process of putting this project together? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it ties into History of Breaking Up part one. Um, these two projects are kind of, what got me through so much heartbreak and so many of the relationships that I went through and each one of these songs is kind of a snapshot at a different moment during these relationships whether good or bad I mean the first track on history breaking up part two is a love song and um I think it's important to show like all the different parts of the, the journey that you go through in love and heartbreak and I know I'm not the only one who's felt these emotions so me pouring my heart out has given me this connection to my fans you know it's, it's the perfect example of the power that music has to turn something that's such a terrible situation and maybe hurtful and turn it into something really beautiful and now I have um, this community around me and our stories are now connected through these projects and it's just the coolest thing in the world and what I what I really really love about music so um it feels like it feels like just this little snapshot in on you know, where I was at, at each moment of this journey. And it's really cool to have songs to mark those memories. So how did you know that these eight songs were the, the right mix for this project? <laughs> That's a great question. I spent so much time pouring over it because, like I said, I'm writing four or five times a week and there's so many songs that come through. Um, I think I just tried to find the songs that were the most honest and the most authentic and 
I write about a lot of the same situations a lot. Like I probably have 20 or 30 songs about a particular breakup because I'm just in it and I'm processing it and going through it. So I try to find the one that feels like it sums it up the best. Like it's the most, like it's the most real and it encapsulates what it was and what it meant to me. And that's what these songs are. Um, I think they, they truly are, they mark, they mark those moments and those memories for me in the best way. And I wanted to kind of include a little bit of everything. I wanted to include some of the, some of the love and some of the good parts of it, some moments before the relationship started um, and kind of just a piece of everything. So that's kind of, how I ended up here, and um, it was it was a long process though trying to figure out which one <laughs> which one you're meant to be here. Um, I mean, history of breaking up the all of this is a song that I wrote four years ago, and it kind of started it started everything off for me, and it's kind of been the title track. And I don't I I was like, how can we make this song make sense? Because it's come a long way. It's lived like I feel like a lot of different lives and. It started out kind of more of a pop demo, and the guy I wrote it with kind of did this pop approach to it, and I knew we'd have to go back in and kind of reinvent it, and, you know, I got in the studio with my producer, Cameron James, and we just stripped it back and started with an acoustic in my voice, and it, it kind of took on this whole new life, and so you'll see kind of a mix of everything. Like, I've got songs on here I wrote months ago and songs that I wrote four years ago, <laughs> and here we are, you know, where we ended up. It's crazy how from that that title track of basically everything like the city like formed around it almost. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It kind of kicked off a lot. Yeah. Um. So that's why I'm really really happy that it it ended up on the project and is you know the, it's it feels like it closes the chapter for me. It's a nice little period at the end of the sentence. <laughs> So um, you also, you produced a lot of the songs on this project. You co-produced them. What was, was that something you were always interested in doing in stepping into the, a production role or was that something that you just wanted to try out? Yeah, I've always loved how you can create motions, create emotions with sounds, um, how a guitar tone can affect the way you hear a song or the vocal approach, and I've always loved that world. Um, I was lucky enough to get to have a hand in producing the part one project, too, so I knew it was something I wanted to continue. And uh, I just, I love the process of being in the studio. I love the connection it gives me to songs, and it gives me the opportunity to collaborate with my producer and really find something unique and different. Um, so I, I definitely spent hours and hours pouring over the sound, pouring over the vocal treatment and really getting detailed with it. And I think you can feel it in the final product. So do you feel like that also, the production aspect has helped you like further your your vision on what you want your sound to be and what you want your music to be, as opposed to leaving it entirely in someone else's hands? Completely. Um, I always knew I wanted to not just have somebody that comes in and, and puts their stamp on what I do, which can be really amazing. There are great producers that do that, but I always wanted something that was more unique, um, something that I could have an influence in and, you know, creating something different. And that was so authentically me. And I feel like I found different parts of myself in that process too. I mean, a lot of what the studio is, is just getting in and experimenting, trying different sounds, trying different things, so I think I've uncovered layers to my artistry 
in that process. Um, I got to play on a lot of the stuff. I think the way that I play my guitar, the tuning that I use brings its own unique thing to it. Um, so, I, yeah, I just love that I'm able to get even more specific, not just writing the songs, but also, you know, seeing that vision through in the studio. So um, on the project, would you say, are there like one or two songs that stick out as personal favorites for you? Hard to pick. I always <laughs> say my songs are like my babies, like, <laughs> and it's hard to pick a favorite. I don't think you can. It changes every day, but I think right now, Test um, Issues sticks out a lot to me because it's one of the most honest, vulnerable songs that I've ever written. I walked in that day, um, knowing that I needed to get a lot off my chest and out of my heart. And I wrote it with Sasha Sloan and Nick Bailey and Jesse Joe Dillon. And Jesse and Sasha, they both kind of have similar stories to what I went through. And it kind of went from what I thought was going to be a writing session to just like four friends sitting around and talking about, talking about life and heartbreak and things that we've been through. And it was honestly like a therapy, like a, a therapy session. It was amazing. Um, and the fact that we were just able to put such specific details and, you know, we'd say something and I was like, well, what if we just put that in the verse? Like, let's just say that. Or let's just say, I can't believe I let someone like you around my mama. Like that, I really felt that. And so we ended up just putting these real lines into the song. And that's why it's one of my favorites because it's so raw and it's exactly what to say in that moment. And um, it's been cool to see the way that people have reacted to it and found their own stories in it. Um, I think it's awesome. Would you say that that vulnerability is something that's easy for you to access or is it something that you have to sort of dig deeper to find when you're, when you're writing? It definitely can be a challenge. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm not an open book. Like I've never been very good at just diving into deep feelings with people and talking it out and really accessing those emotions. And I know that sounds so contradictory because that's what I do as a songwriter. I get in rooms and I pour my heart out and I try to be as honest and vulnerable as I can be. But that's honestly the only place I've ever been able to do that is writing songs. Um, that's what songwriting is for me. It's my escape. It's my way of getting all those types of emotions out. Um, so, no, it's not easy. It never has been easy for me. I think it's getting easier the more I do it because the freedom that I feel after is so worth it. Um, just being able to really sit in those emotions and feel it. I think the only way sometimes to get over something is to get through it. Like you've got to give yourself permission to feel that pain and feel that heartache. And honestly, whatever you need to feel in the moment, give yourself permission to. It's not, it's not weakness. It's, you know, accepting how something affected you and how it made you feel. So I, I challenge myself to be more and more vulnerable and raw every single time I get in the writing room and be as honest as I can be. Yeah. So how important do you feel that, that, that it is to sort of find some sort of vulnerability or at least surround yourself with people that, are, that bring it out of you in a way? Hmm. I think it's the most important thing in songwriting. Um, you know, you mentioned the people that surround you, and I think that's the key to it. Finding people that make you feel safe. And I've I've been lucky enough to find an incredible community in Nashville. I mean, every one of my songwriters they know me better than some of my best friends because that's what I do. I walk in and I just talk about things I'm going through. I talk about 
these relationships and kind of my deepest like feelings and thoughts and it's created such a bond between us and such a community and you know I don't trust everybody with that but I know when I found somebody that can help me honestly tell my story and I keep them really close and, and we write a lot together and it's it's always fun to kind of share these moments with them and release these songs and celebrate with them because I'm I'm so so thankful for those people for every single person that was a part of me getting my heart out and helping me tell my story and for just being a safe place for me um it's really important to have those people in your life so what would you say was the easiest song on the project to to write and what would you say was the most difficult to to get out Oh. Well, I don't know if this counts, but a uh, new number because I didn't have to write it. <laughs> new number would be the easiest. Uh, that was my first outside cut that I've ever done. And, you know, when I heard that song, I was in California shooting my music video for my song, California. And we, they were just playing music in the background. I was completely immersed in my phone, had no idea what was going on. And uh, the second that song came on, I shot up from what I was doing. I was like, what is this? Like, I, I've got to know what song this is. I've got to know who's singing it. It turns out, obviously, it wasn't cut by anybody yet. It was just a demo that my manager had had in her phone for about seven years. It was originally like a Kenny Chesney pitch. And just a song that she had always loved and I understood why the second I heard it I mean I never heard a song that captured the feeling that way and I've always said I've been open to outside cuts but no song has ever connected with my heart the way that one did so I knew I knew it had it was part of my story and I had to sing it so we we dug into it and I'm just so honestly honored to have a song written by some of the most legendary writers in Nashville I mean Shane McAnally, Red Agents, Ashley Gorley they're writers that have shaped who I am as an artist and songwriter. And uh, it's just a really cool moment to have that be my first cut. So I feel like that's a cheat answer, but that's the easiest song to write because I had no part of it. As far as the hardest song to write, I I feel like Trust Issues was up there, but um, to talk about another song too, History of Breaking Up was a really difficult song to write because it was also such a vulnerable song. I wrote that after my first breakup that I'd ever been through. And um, I wrote it with Melissa Fuller, who I've been writing with since I was 14 years old. So in a lot of ways, she's like my song mom. That's what I call her. I feel like she's watched me grow up. And we've just been writing so much together and written so many songs together. And we wrote it together with uh, Kaya Taki, who is an incredible pop producer, pop writer from LA. And it was just a really, really special day. We started we started writing a different idea when we walked in. And I knew I just had to get these, I had these feelings in my chest. And I was like, guys, look, can we can we switch this up? Can we write about this? Um, and I remember I literally said in the room, I was like, in the history of breaking up, like nobody has ever been so bad at this. And it was something that I said in the room. And Melissa was like, what if we, what's not just the title? Like, let's just write that. And it ended up being just so raw and so relatable. I mean, this, the details in the verse, like, it was a long-distance relationship. And so we'd take trips and see each other. And there were letters that we wrote back and forth to each other that I burned. And there were 
pictures that we took together that I remember burning after after we broke up and there were all these letters that he'd given me and bracelets that he was like I, I want you to send them back and I was just so hurt I remember feeling so hurt and um betrayed by it I was like he it's like he turned into a completely different person after we broke up and so we just talked about all that we wrote a song about it and in some ways it was one of the hardest to write just because I mean, I knew eventually he was going to hear it. I knew eventually I was going to put it out. And I wasn't trying to hide anything. Like, I was being upfront and honest about all of it. And uh, that's a really brave thing to do, I feel like. But it's exactly what I needed in that moment. So how difficult was it, on the other hand, to sit on that one for so long that it's finally making its way out now? Right? Uh, You kind of poured everything into it, and then it had to just sit. (laughs) (laughs) no it's a I think the song kind of took the journey that it needed um it kind of had phases where I forget about it and then I hear it again I was like wait oh yeah I forgot about the song um because I'm writing so much there's so many songs that come through on a daily basis but it was one of my manager's favorite songs too it's been it's been one that has kept coming up over the years and like I said, it kind of it kind of had a pop demo when we started because the guy was in the room and he's an incredible pop producer. But I knew to make sense for this project, I had to go in and kind of revisit it and take it a different direction. So me and my producer just stripped it back and did an acoustic vocal to start off with. And from there, it just kind of became what it is. And it turned into, I think, what it was always meant to be. And when I heard it like this, I was like, there's no way it can't be on the project like it it felt like it had just gotten reborn. It has a whole new life. And um, I'm, I'm just, cool. it's really cool that a song that's so, so old, I guess, and not really four years old, but something that was a part of my earlier journey and something that I wrote when I was younger can still be just as potent and authentic today. It's really cool. So um, how do you feel that you've grown as an artist over the course of putting this entire project from part one to part two together? Man, that's a massive question. I've grown in so many different ways. I think as a writer, um, I'm finding myself being more vulnerable and open and in tune with what my heart really needs to say. Um, You know, we talked about it a second ago, but being vulnerable has always been a challenge for me and it's coming more naturally the more and more that I do it. And it's cool even now, like having written history, breaking up part one and part two, I've kind of written through those feelings and gotten so much of it out that recently I've been writing like love songs and life songs. And there's been different things that um, I've never said before, never thought about before, never felt before that I'm seeing come out in my writing. So that's always really cool to see and it makes me really excited for the future and where everything's going um and as an artist I think having more experience with these live shows and getting to connect with fans one-on-one and in person it's kind of changed the way I've looked at everything like that's what it's about to me it's about those live shows those moments that you share together with the crowd with your audience that are just so special um I mean they feel kind of transcendent it's amazing to just uh connect you know, on a heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul level for 30 minutes to an hour, however long it is. Um, and it's kind of just reframed the way I look at everything. It reframes the way I write songs. It reframes what songs I decide to release, how I produce them, 
Um, and in that way, I think it's changed the artist that I am. Well, thank you again so much for taking the time for this. Andrew, thank you. You're the best. It's so good to get on again. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so, so much again for tuning in. Hope you liked what you heard. If you liked what you heard from Alana, be sure to go check her out on social media and go stream her music wherever you listen to music. If you liked what you heard from the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening and go check us out on social media at Worlds of Country on all social media platforms. Hope you guys liked what you heard. Talk to you guys next week.